Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. You know, when I listen to our theme song from uh, Woody and Joe and the boys of the road crew, can't help but think road trips. And I just enjoy their music immensely. If you need a theme song for your road trip, take a listen at uh, roadcrew66.com. Pretty impressive music there. Hey, we've got some changes to announce here at Jim Hinckley's America Uh but first, I think we should get to our uh, contest, Route 66 contest. We are looking for the name of the business and in what town along Route 66 it is located. Now, we've been giving clues on every program since March 25th. Uh, today, <coughs> we have uh, the letter K for you. The letter K. And, uh, well, that gives us, so far, we have the letter N, the letter G, E, E, the letter A, the letter I, the letter I, the letter K, D, O, and R. Any ideas? The only clue I'm going to give you is that it's, uh, well, it's uh, west of Texas. And it's east of California. Does that help any? It narrows it down to Arizona and New Mexico. Uh, you know, I have talked a lot over the years, written a lot about uh, Merrimack Springs Park in Missouri. It's uh, just a little distance from Steelville, which is a few miles south of Cuba on State Highway 19. And... Uh, the loop drive from Cuba down through Steelville, Merrimack Springs, and back up to Route 66 at St. James. It'll be featured in my upcoming book that'll be released this summer about uh, Route 66 back roads. Basically, the book is about uh, how to enhance your Route 66 adventure with short, scenic, fascinating detours. And this is one of my favorites. Uh, we've talked about Merrimack Springs uh in passing, you know, just briefly on some of these programs. But I wanted to dedicate this program to Merrimack Springs. It is such a fascinating place. And uh, after you do a bit of exploring, you can wander back to Steelville. It's an incredible downtown district. Try out Rich's famous burgers. Been there since about 1955. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely tremendous food. Got a little bit of a congestion in the throat this morning, but I've got uh, some good hot coffee. I hope you do too. Drinking from my Victoria's Sugar Shack coffee mug. Let's uh, start with something. A little, this is from their website, a little bit about history. Not only is Merrimack Springs Park uh, consistently 
rated as one of the top beauty spots in the state of Missouri. There's also some fascinating history here, and the remnants are preserved in the forest. So let's get started with that. This is from the Merrimack Springs website. In 1825, a band of Shawnee Indians traveled east to meet with the Great White Father in Washington. Along the way, the group camped on grounds owned by Thomas James, a Chillicothe, Ohio banker and merchant. Their decorative face paint interested him very much. The Indians told Thomas of a great valley with tall trees, swift flowing waters, and rich colored earth used to paint the markings on their face. Upon their return from Washington, according to the story, the Indians invited Mr. James to journey west to see the valley and its offerings. James sent Samuel Massey, his business partner, to inspect the hematite mine and enormous spring. His favorable report led to the construction of the Merrimack Ironworks in 1826. As a little bit of a historic footnote, this was the first ironworks established west of the Mississippi River. Uh, this, the story on the website continues. In 1843, Thomas James sent his son William to manage the Merrimack Ironworks. He remained there until operations ceased and the ironworks closed in 1876. At its peak, the company town had an estimated population of over 500. Accessible ore, water power, and an abundant hardwood forest used for charcoal made the valley an advantageous site. However, the remoteness of markets and insufficient modes of transportation were major challenges for Thomas to overcome in his efforts to successfully operate the ironworks. In the early days, Merrimack iron was used for kettles, plows, and other utensils that could be hauled in wagons. Eventually, products such as bar and pig iron were floated down the Merrimack and then the Gasconade River to the Mississippi River and then on to Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. When the railroad arrived, the iron-laden oxen teams only had to travel the stops at St. James or Gray's Summit. By the middle 1850s, modernized hot blast furnaces, coke fuel, and the opening of Sault Ste. Marie Canal were affecting the need for Merrimack iron. Fortunately, the tremendous demands brought on by the Civil War helped keep the ironworks in business until 1876 when the furnaces grew cold. Following the death of William James in 1912, his granddaughter, Lucy Wortham James, acquired ownership of Merrimack Spring along with the forest and farmlands surrounding it. Now, this was in uh, 1920. Upon her death in 1938, she made her residuary estate a part of a trust and authorized creation of the James Foundation. And to her executors, she wrote, as this is considered to be the most beautiful spot in Missouri, it's my great hope that you will arrange that it may ever be in private, considerate control, and ever enjoy, open to the enjoyment of the people. Well, you know, uh, my recommendation is to see this in the fall. Uh, it, it's just spectacular. The old ironworks framed by fall colors. The spring itself is, is just amazing. Uh, it bubbles forth from a cave, and there's a paved trail that goes all the way around the springs and uh, around the, cave, the cliffs where the submerged cave is at. 
Uh, the Merrimack Springs is the fifth largest spring in Missouri. Now, for us desert dwellers, this is kind of astounding, but imagine this. The water that bubbles up comes from more than 350 feet below the surface. The water is about 56 degrees year, year round. Now, this is just, just astounds me. The, the, the amount of water that flows from this is, is, is mind-boggling. It's tens of thousands of gallons of water a day. It's beautiful any time of the year, but it is, uh, my favorite time is fall with a bit of spring color. Uh, there's fishing, picnic area. There's great events there. There is, uh, gosh, wild things to do. Let's uh, talk about a couple of museums that's on site. You have uh, the Discover Our History, Merrimack Museum of Natural and Cultural History. Ozark Agricultural Museum is also on site. They have, uh, it's a living history type museum. The Historic Drive is very interesting. That's something I highly recommend. The Historic Drive takes you through the backside of the park. You enjoy not only scenic views of the Merrimack River Valley and uh, first growth forest, you'll see the Ironworks Cemetery, the old iron mine, and the remnants of Stringtown from uh, the old ghost town. So, Merrimack Springs Park, highly, highly recommended. Well, my friends, much as I hate to do it, we're going to have to make some changes. Uh, this is kind of a, I'm working on building Jim Hinckley's American. Of course, we're still having trouble with our Facebook account and some other issues. We're going to be shifting the focus. Uh, Coffee with Jim Sunday morning, interactive, just like all of our podcasts, will be our primary travel program. Wake up with Jim. We're going to shift a tad bit. It's going to come once a week, every Wednesday morning, 6.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. We will have an episode of Wake Up With Jim, and we're going to do like we did this morning. Focus on one location uh, or one historic uh, museum, collection, things of that nature. Of course, it'll be an interactive program. The entire program schedule will be posted on the Jim Hinckley's America uh, website, jimhinckleysamerica.com. You'll also find updates on our speaking engagements. And starting this week, we'll also have a list for other reading materials by Jim Hinckley. I write uh, blogs for corporate clients and some pretty interesting material, offbeat things you might find of interest. Uh, I think that brings us up to speed, unless we have any questions or Anything anybody wants to discuss this morning? If not, I will bid you adios. Ah, well, that is a good guess, but no. <laughs> You're getting closer, though. You're getting closer. It's not Grand Canyon Caverns. But boy, you're sure getting close. That was a question about our guests on our Route 66 contest. Uh, my friends, I'm going to bid you adios this morning, and uh, we'll do this again Sunday morning, seven o'clock Mountain Standard Time, with wake up uh, with coffee with Jim. We'll see you then, my friends. Vaya con Dios.
Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. As a bit of a final thought, you know, uh, if you're driving Route 66, you might stop at Uranus Fudge Company and General Store, stock up on some goodies uh, before you visit Merrimack Springs, and then end the day in Cuba, Missouri at the delightful, magical, wonderful uh, Wagon Wheel Motel, the oldest continuously operated motel on Route 66. Say hello to Connie for us. She does a great job, her and her team. And uh, this is uh, truly a living time capsule. It's the essence of the Route 66 experience made manifest. It's a time capsule wrapped in modern amenities. We'll see you soon, my friends.